You're listening to the Simple Pen Podcast. Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode 137 of the Simple Pin Podcast. I'm your host, Kate All. And for those of you who are new here, I run a company called Simple Pin Media. We are a Pinterest management company. And what we do is we help our clients by managing their Pinterest accounts so they can focus back on their business. But I also have this podcast here to help you DIY your Pinterest marketing without feeling overwhelmed and without any crazy tactics. I feel really, really strongly about the fact that there are right ways to do Pinterest and there are not so right ways to do Pinterest. So we want to deliver up to you each and every week the right way to develop a Pinterest marketing strategy that works for your business. So before we dive in, I want to remind you, for those of you who are in our Facebook group, and if you want to join that, it's simplepinmedia.com slash Facebook. Many of you have been asking, I just need to know what, I just need to stay up to date. I just need the best resources. So what I want you to know is that the Simple Pin Wednesday email that goes out at 5 a.m. Eastern time has all of those up-to-date resources. That really is the place where I am talking about anything that's new, any relevant articles, reviews of webinars that Pinterest has, has put out. We don't do that here on the podcast simply because we want this to be something that you can use as a long-term strategy. Because if I recorded on the podcast everything that was very timely, what would end up happening is that we have things that are not so up to date and you would go listen to it and be like, well, things have changed, such as hashtags. So that being said, sign up for the Wednesday email. That is simplepinmedia.com slash email. With that, you'll also get a 21-page Pinterest planner. The other thing I want you to know is you're going to get an email right after that. And it's going to have three different types of Pinterest marketers. And we want you to click on one of those to tell us who you are. The reason being is that we have a whole series that will help you where you're at in your Pinterest marketing throughout those next couple of weeks. That's where all the resources are, all the links are, all the tips, the tools. It'll be slowly dripped out to you. So if you're a starter and you're totally new to Pinterest marketing, click on the one that um, is for the beginner. And then if you're really in the middle and you're cooking along, you know Pinterest really well, click on the one that is right there in the middle. And then if you are ready to hire out, ready to scale your Pinterest marketing, you'll click on that third one. The reason we haven't broken up like that is so that we can really help get you the information that you need. One of the biggest things we heard from our community last year was that you wanted information that fit where you were at in your Pinterest marketing level. So this is really broken down into what we call our three pillars that are start, grow, and scale. So if you are in one of those pillars, we want to be able to serve you right where you're at. Those pages too will also be developed out on the site. There'll be more resources. It's going to be really awesome awesome for those of you who are looking for very targeted Pinterest information. All right. So with that out of the way, um, this week, we're going to be talking about video strategy on Pinterest. Video is so key for marketing on most social platforms today. But Pinterest seems to be a little bit of a mystery for most content creators. 
And so today we want to tackle what are the best ways to market your video on Pinterest and try to drive traffic to your site as well as maximize that relationship with YouTube. Because I know we have more people listening who are YouTube creators who are wondering, how do I do cross promotion within these channels? So within 2018, we really saw video kind of take off on Pinterest. First, it was rolled out to just big brands who were doing promoted pins. They wanted to see if it would work. And then we started to see it roll out to more people. And we have a full tutorial on our site that we released last May. And this was basically how to upload your pins organically to Pinterest, which is something we had never really seen before. But Lindsay with Cotter Crunch, she had told me when I was at the Everything Food Conference, and I was like, oh my gosh, we can upload video to Pinterest. And so... I want you, if you have video that you want to try to incorporate into your Pinterest strategy, I want you to get ready to take some notes because I'm going to give you three specific ways that you can maximize video. And like I said, as video gets super duper important in our social spaces, we want to make sure that we're doing it the best for Pinterest. Video on Pinterest, I will say, has felt a little bit like a speed bump for a while. It was kind of weird. Um, It wasn't user experience. It was like, ah, this feels invasive. But now that Pinterest has started to put video in your searches and we have what we call the native player, this actually makes it less of a speed bump. So I would always recommend less than a minute for your video, very short, short form videos that really get people hooked in and then make them want to click. Basically a good tease. All right, so let's talk strategy and basically how to incorporate this. There's three methods I want to give you. So listen to all three and then decide which one works best for your business. Okay, number one is a direct upload to Pinterest. Like I said, we have a full tutorial and a full guide as far as what are the specifications you need, what are the size, but it's it's essentially a square, one-to-one. So you can upload this video to Pinterest, but I would strongly recommend that your opening image of this video has what's called that, that text, the hero image, so that people know what the video is about. You can upload this to a specific board for your video. You could call it something like, if I did video, simple pin videos. But I would suggest you get a little bit more creative with something like Pinterest marketing videos, something very keyworded so that people who are looking for videos related to the topic that they're searching. So if you do something with food, you can do gluten-free recipe videos or dessert videos. People might end up searching more that more than they would the name of your business videos. Then a follow-up tip for engagement here is you want to share the link to that pin with your audience. That can be on other social platforms like Instagram or it can be in your email newsletter, you want to encourage them to view it and maybe comment. This is something that Pinterest has started to do pretty organically, that when you're on Pinterest and you make a recipe, the next time you open up your app, what slides up at the bottom is a picture of that recipe. And Pinterest is asking, did you make this? And what you'll find is that tons of people are commenting. There is like amazing comments happening on Pinterest when it comes to people sharing if they found something useful. Okay, so I want to dive in a little bit more with um, some feedback from 
a guest we had on the podcast in episode 29, Beth. She gave us a whole walkthrough of how she was trying to incorporate YouTube and Pinterest and her site to get more views. So I asked her to give me an update since this podcast as to how she's currently doing with video. And she gave me a ton of great stuff. So she's still focusing on YouTube, but that's very separate. So YouTube is kind of its own ecosystem and she's still kind of playing within that. So here's what she said specifically about Pinterest. So for the Pinterest player, she's uploading short form one-to-one square videos into that Pinterest player. She said it's basically all the ones she's cut down for Facebook. And um, now that she has this place to put them on Pinterest, because Facebook now wants a little bit longer video, like three minutes plus. But Pinterest, I would say it's about one minute. These videos then for her lead to the recipe where she has a longer form Mediavine video. That's her ad um, platform that she works on. And they have this Mediavine video player that really works well for her. So she leads them there. Um, She said she's still working on, she's only uploaded about eight um, and she's still working on it, but she did get 2000 saves on one and 137 views on another one in just 30 days. And I'm going to share some more case studies with you in just a second of our clients. But that's amazing, you guys. So really try to test out uploading your video to Pinterest. You know, like I said, she's only done eight. You might have to do more like 50. So here's another little caveat here too. You cannot schedule your videos in Tailwind if you use Tailwind. However, you can schedule them on Pinterest through the native organic scheduler that's just come out within the last six months or so. So if you want to schedule those videos to other boards that are relevant, then go ahead and do that. I would also recommend, and this is what Beth said her plan is, she has like 250 videos, is uploading one or two a day and adding them to your boards. So to recap, uploading directly, we want to make sure it's one-to-one video, less than a minute, upload it to a board that is very keyword appropriate for that specific video. Okay, the next way to incorporate video into your Pinterest strategy is to send the pinner to your website to a blog post where the video lives. So in this case, um, the basic method, and Beth again talked about this in episode 29, this whole path of basically how you create the path from Pinterest to blog post to video. So for um, this one, you would embed a YouTube video or in now in best case, the Mediavine native player into the blog post. And then you create your Pinterest image like normal. You link it to that blog post. And once they get onto the blog post, you would have several calls to action that would push them to watch the video. So in that podcast episode, simplepinmedia.com slash 29, Beth said she would have a call to action along the lines of, for a step-by-step tutorial, click below to watch my video tutorial. Once they click through to watch the video, there was another call to action that said, subscribe to see more of my videos. And this was her key in that episode. She wasn't leading them directly to um, her YouTube channel to sign up. She was leading them to her YouTube subscription link. And every channel, she said, has a subscription link and their tutorials on how to do that. I am not a YouTube expert, but those of you who are listening who are know how YouTube works, you can test out this. But now with the update I asked from Beth, 
Beth. She's now doing the Mediavine native player on her site instead of the YouTube videos. So I just kind of gave you two options right there within what video you're going to embed on your site. You can either do the YouTube one, have a call to action to subscribe, or you can do your ad company video native player. I know that there's other ad companies that also have native players. So whatever ad company you're working with, if you haven't explored that and you do videos, you might want to look into that. All right. Number three is really best for those of you who do not have a blog or a website. You really just want everybody to go to YouTube. So this is to create an image with just a play button that links to YouTube. All right. So a lot of YouTubers for a long time would upload videos directly to Pinterest. And it comes up in this really small horizontal box. And I can tell you, I rarely ever see these really populated in the feed. You want to really maximize the new native player if you're going to upload video. So that being said, if you're a YouTuber, don't upload your video directly from YouTube. You want to directly upload it using the native player. However, if you don't want to do that, what you should do is you could create a pinnable image. Let me walk through an example. Let's say you have a tutorial of how to shiplap a wall. It's a DIY shiplap wall for 50 bucks. And you want them to watch the tutorial. So your video um, on Pinterest, if you're going to upload it directly, could be a little bit of a teaser. And then they hop over to YouTube. But if you don't want to do the teaser and you want them to get just directly to YouTube, you need to create a pinnable image with a play button in the middle that looks, it's like a grayscale one that's over the top of a particular image from the video. What this does is it's still a two to three ratio pin creative with a play button in the middle so that it's kind of like a trick of the mind. I go to hit play. I know I'm going to interact with a video so that if I go to YouTube, I'm prepared for that. Whereas if you just have a regular pinnable image, DIY shiplap wall for 50 bucks, I click on it. My expectation is to go to a list. So when you have that play button there, it really gets users into the space that, oh, I'm going to watch a video. I'm ready to receive your YouTube. And this is really important with marketing because if we have things that are jarring, it actually makes it harder for our users to engage right away. But if I know it's a video about a DIY shiplap wall for 50 bucks, you bet I'm going to watch it. And I'm going to really try to see if I can do it myself. So let's recap these three methods. So number one is direct upload to Pinterest. It's a one-to-one, really short and we want it to lead to the blog post and where we want them to go. If you want to schedule these out, remember you can use the native scheduler inside Pinterest. The second is to embed video on your site and then lead people from Pinterest using a regular pin creative onto your blog post and then within the blog post, encourage them to watch the video and then subscribe to your YouTube channel. The third is to create an image with a play button in the middle that links to YouTube, preparing the pinner that they're going to be leaving the platform or going to a place where they're going to be watching the video. Fitness space does this really, really well. Um, There's also a lot of other DIY spaces that do it. So if you are a YouTuber, you do not want to have a blog. You want to keep all within the ecosystem of YouTube. 
this is the best way to do it, to create that long pin creative, the two to three ratio that directs them over to YouTube. Okay. So the goal with video, remember, is to show your content in another form that really hooks the user in. We always want to have a call to action too, somewhere in that towards the end of the video. Subscribe to the channel, following me on Pinterest, or join my email list. The last question I get when it comes to video, because it is so new, is does it work? And I'm going to tell you that you will need to test it out. But I did go to my team because I wanted to see what was working for our clients at this time. So here's some feedback that they gave me for you just to mill about, think about, and think about how you could test it as I'm talking about these case studies. So the first one is for a food account. And the account specialist said, so far the impressions and repins are great, but click-throughs are still a little behind in comparison. So I'm curious to see what's going to happen. It seems like Pinterest is favoring the videos, but engagement, it may not pay off in the end. So for that account, the jury's still out. For the second food account, most of them they had put on her main blog board. But according to Pinterest analytics, her top five saves are her video pins. However, the clicks again are not quite as high. And we also see this, I want to make this note really quickly here as I'm going through these case studies. We see the same on other platforms that even on Facebook, a lot of people will watch the video within the ecosystem of Facebook. And then when they're ready to get more information, they'll click off and onto the website. The same will probably happen a little bit with Pinterest. But as it's such a short form video, be really creative with it being a teaser and giving them more information on the website, making them want more. This is from another client. Um, They created a video board for her in December. And in Google Analytics, her top or third top pin is that video pin, one of the main first video pins they uploaded to this board. And in Pinterest Analytics, it's her top pin right now for impressions and saves, third for clicks. In Pinterest Analytics, her video board is top in impressions and saves and seventh in clicks. So that being said, this one is gaining a little more steam and clicks than those other two. So like I said, these are food case studies. We're going to look deeper into non-food video pins to see how those are performing as well. So I would love to hear what you're doing. I think video, because it is so new still here on Pinterest, that we're really trying to discover how to do this best and it's going to evolve. But if it's part of your strategy and you want to incorporate it, go to simplepinmedia.com slash 137 to get more information here, get all the links and comment on the blog post. I would love to hear what you're doing and how you're challenging yourself to think about video in a new way. All these ideas that you all have are going to be great for the community. They're going to be great for people to test on their own and really utilize Pinterest. The last thing I would tell you to do is go to your Pinterest app and start searching topics. Don't search videos, but just search topics to see what is happening on Pinterest. As marketers, we tend to just be so head down into our videos, we're into what we're doing with marketing and scheduling, that we don't take enough time to go into Pinterest, look on our app and see actually what's happening. 
So I would love for you to do some exploration and see how Pinterest is populating videos during your search terms and then how they're popping up for people in the feeds. So scroll through your feed, pay attention to what promoted pin advertisers are doing with their video as well. There's a lot for us to explore. And again, I would love for you to do this and go back to the blog post, simplepinmedia.com slash 137 and comment with what you see. I really want this to be a collective communal case study that we can really help each other out with the tips that we learn from doing this exploration. All right, you guys, I look forward to hearing from you the ways that you're using video creatively and for us to really see video take a boost in 2019. Thanks so much, you guys. Have a great day. 